Penguin Publishers has now published the Penguin Book of Hell. And if you get a chance, look it up on Amazon and uh, look at its cover. It's a great mouth swallowing up those who are being swallowed up by death. The mouth of hell, or in an older time, it would have been simply regarded as the mouth of Sheol, the mouth of death. And in an older time, in a church building like this, we might have looked around on the wall and found a painting of that same mouth somewhere within the painting of the Last Judgment, the mouth swallowing up those who died. It seems like those who were brought to Jesus on the mountain are among the swallowed ones, the nearly dead ones, the ones at the edge of the mouth of death. We usually read the texts that were read this morning in the lectionary of your chapel as texts in Lent or Easter, celebrating the great eschatological feast and the end of death, the casting away of the, the shroud that covers all nations, all peoples. But it makes sense to read it here on this Advent morning when those who might want to say, this is the Lord for whom we have waited, could include the very ones up on that mountain with Jesus, brought to him, the nearly dead ones, the eaten ones. Advent, after all, ought to be about waiting for the Lord with the nearly dead ones, with the eaten ones broadening our waiting to be telling the truth about our needy world and about ourselves, perhaps. Are, are you among the eaten ones? Do you feel that sometimes you are indeed in the valley of the shadow of death and you are afraid? They're actually good Advent texts for the very image of all those needy ones brought to the feet of Jesus. And the cry in Isaiah 25, this is the Lord for whom we have waited. So that we keeping Advent might broaden our waiting to be waiting with the needy world. Only the amazing thing is in this text, these texts, it is not just that God spreads a feast of amazing food and wonderful drink for all the nations of the world on the mountain of Jerusalem. It is that God also eats, did you notice? He swallows up death forever. We've almost let that metaphor become too easy for us. The word really is in the Septuagint, katapothē, 
eaten up, no, drunk down, swallowed whole. Who eats death is God. While the nations are spread a feast of life and call out, this is the God for whom we have waited, and the tears begin to be wiped away. It seems like the mountain on which Jesus sits down is quite intentionally an echo of that mountain in Isaiah 25. And he too sets out a feast, bread and fish. Fish seems like an afterthought, but it is, of course, for those ancient people on the edge of the Mediterranean, a sign of chaos itself. Those fish drawn from the sea are chaos tamed to be life-giving, hope-giving. Advent rightly has us waiting with those who are hopeless, standing with them before the face of God. But far more profoundly, the one who stands with them is the crucified and risen one who is found at the heart of this text. Reading Luke 15, we will remember that this one who sets out that feast in the end gives himself as the feast. And we are invited to eat with God, to eat death, now become life and love and hope. Dear sisters and brothers, this is that mountain, here, this morning, today, now. Because by the Spirit of God, in the presence of Jesus Christ, we stand before the one for whom we have waited. And the feast is already in hope and in beginning spread here. Already we see the shroud destroyed and tears begin to be wiped away and death swallowed up forever. St. Paul knew this text, quoted it in 1 Corinthians 15, that death has been swallowed up by victory, he says, reading probably a different Greek version than the Septuagint, but nonetheless using that verb, katapothē, entirely swallowed, drunk down, and drunk down to life. Dear sisters and brothers, come here today to this holy feast. It is the feast on the mountain. It is Christ our Lord making chaos into life. It is, it is a taste of the feast whereby God swallows up death and you join God. 
And you are then invited to be among the people who let the fear of death go. And because the fear of death is gone, then turn to wait with your needy sisters and brothers in this time of waiting. Here on this dark Advent morning, we set out the Holy Eucharist as a sign that the one who waits with us is already the one present with us, the crucified and risen Lord Jesus, who is himself our feast of life. Amen.